Good morning, everyone. It's Pastor Tony from my pastor's office. It is July 27th. We are preparing for the eighth Sunday after Pentecost, which comes up this Sunday on the 31st, the last Sunday in July. Um, I'm excited to hear the words of Jesus that I find both uh, challenging and um, I'll have to admit, sometimes a little defeating um, when we hear from Jesus in Luke's 12th chapter here. So we are going to start out with our reading for this Sunday, which comes from Luke chapter 12, verses 13 to 21. And uh, I will go briefly into talking about how we probably need to also hear that in light of where Jesus goes with this elsewhere in the chapter. But the gospel passage for this Sunday reads as follows. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me. But Jesus said to him, Friend, who set me to be a judge or arbiter over you? And he said to them, Take care, be on your guard against all kinds of greed, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. Then he told them a parable. The land of a rich man produced abundantly, and he thought to himself, What should I do, for I have no place to store my crops? Then he said, I will do this. I will put down my barns and build larger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, you fool. This very night your life is being demanded of you. And the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich toward God. This passage in and of itself um, is, I think, one that is a little bit more digestible, a little bit more palatable. Um, certainly, I think even as ordinary Christians, we are accustomed to understanding that there is a distinct uh, fear for us. Maybe that's not the right word. That there is a way that we should avoid the love of money, especially the love of things, possessions, wealth, abundance, when we put those things over and against God. Um Anything that we put over and against God can turn into an idol for us. And so in a way, the love of mammon that Jesus uses in other places in the Gospels, that idea of the God of money, the root evil of money, is something that can divert us from God. So in Jesus' example here with the, the foolish rich man who stores up all his goods, he ends with this line, so it is for those who store up treasures for themselves but are not rich toward God. And like I said, I think there's something a little bit more palatable for us and a little bit more comprehensible for us that, yes, we should not make, we should not make the things in our lives, the money in our life, the abundance in our life, if we're blessed enough to have those things, we should not make those more important to us than loving God and God's kingdom. But it would be a mistake to assume that just because our passage ends there for this Sunday that Jesus trails off there. No, in fact, Jesus continues speaking to his disciples. So this would be the gospel reading for the next Sunday, which I guess means on August 7th, I'm gonna to have to preach on the epistle because I know this will become a part of my sermon now because I don't think you can really disconnect these things. So Jesus continues here at verse 32. Jesus said to his disciples, do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom sell your possessions and give alms. Make purses for yourselves that do not wear out an unfailing treasure in heaven where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Be dressed for action, have your lamps lit. Be like those who are waiting for their master to return from the wedding banquet so that they may open the door for him as soon as he comes and knocks. 
Blessed are those slaves whom the master finds alert when he comes. Truly I tell you, he will fasten his belt and have them sit down to eat, and he will come and serve them. If he comes during the middle of the night or near dawn and finds them so, blessed are those slaves. But know this, if the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. So we can sort of take this in two parts, and much like the the parable that Jesus tells those fighting brothers and the crowd around them, um, that the emphasis on the foolish rich man might not be so much the money or the goods, but maybe has a little bit more to do with his preparation, telling his soul, soul, eat, drink, be merry, and rest. Jesus reminds them and reminds his disciples that the Lord, the Lord God is coming. The Lord God expects us to be ready as servants who are always ready to further the work of the kingdom. But Jesus certainly starts his little mini speech here to his disciples, which is different, as you'll note in the Gospels, than when he speaks to the general crowd. He talks to his disciples and tells them, sell your possessions, give alms, make purses for yourself that will not wear out, an unfailing treasure in heaven. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Jesus is not mincing words here about his expectations for his disciples. And this, the fullness or the uh, fuller portion of Jesus speaking to us in chapter 12 is where I find my heart and my soul and my mind dwelling upon as I ready myself for the sermon this Sunday. Um, How is our relationship towards money, things, wealth? How is it supposed to be? What is it supposed to look like for us as Christians? And is there a way or is there a um, certain aspect of the lives that we are to lead as disciples that maybe we don't, maybe I don't, maybe is something that we see as a bridge too far that we just don't know how to do. Sell your possessions, give alms. It's a tall order. So I know that's where, where I have been, um, wandering around in my thoughts early on in this week, preparing for this Sunday sermon. I look forward to where, (laughs) where they wind up. I hope you do too. Um, and we'll see, but I know that God will speak to us even when those words can be challenging for us. Maybe that's sometimes the most important way that we can hear those words. But alas, Jesus tells us, at least do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And with that gospel promise, we will end today's podcast. I will see you soon. God bless. Take care. Bye-bye.